Welcome back to the Asian Conservative Lawyer. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel, and we're going to finally talk about the ugly of what would happen if China invaded Taiwan, okay? So I gave three best scenarios, and obviously there could be a mixture of all three of these. There could be none. Um, it, it all depends, but I'm just guessing that this is a likely just basis off how our political climate is and how our uh, how history meets up because history doesn't really repeat itself, but it oftentimes rhymes. So, you know, that's that's how it kind of works. So I'm just basing it off of how America's, you know, citizens would react, the political climate, all this other stuff to be able to come up with an accurate way. So I came up with the three best scenarios and you could listen to part one, part two and part. And this is going to be now part three. So let's go back to it. China invades Taiwan. So China invades Taiwan. Japan refuses to help, just like in the second scenario. Japan refuses to help. The people do not want to go to war. They convince the emperor and the prime minister to stay out of war. Okay. North Korea once again invades South Korea. They invade Seoul. They decimate Seoul completely. Okay. American civilians are killed. American military is killed. Um... With China, they're, you know, the military's killed. Um, this time, I don't think China would actually tell North Korea. I think North Korea would just invade after seeing, you know, the successes of both Russia and Taiwan. Or, and Taiwan. They would try to reunify um, South Korea. So they invade. Seoul's destroyed, okay? America goes to the aid from Guam, you know, the whole situation where they have to set up ships from California to Guam and then invade Taiwan. So they invade South Korea or they go into South Korea with all those military bases there and they push North Korea back. Now this is the this is the one part that will change between the second and third scenario and this is why I call it the ugly scenario. So knowing that defeat is imminent, okay? Knowing that everything is going to die everything that his grandfather worked for his dad worked for and now he worked for to make his image like his grandfather everything's going to be gone okay america is about america and south korea are about to take it over south korea is about to make it its own korea with um i forgot her name i think it's her but no it's he I think Moon. I think his name is Moon. Well, he's going to end up running North Korea. There's no more going to be a dictatorship, okay? Knowing that that's all imminent, North Korea does what they've been wanting to do. They use the nuclear bomb, okay? And since Seoul's already destroyed and they took that over, they're, not, they're more than likely not going to attack South Korea, but they will attack North Korea. They will attack themselves. They will nuke themselves, okay? Knowing that there's no other choice, all right? I mean, it, it's going to be a bloodbath, but knowing that there's no other choice, you could, I could definitely see Kim Jong-un telling his people that the best way is to give your life to, you know, the, the motherland or whatever they call it, okay, to North Korea. And it is very true that that's what they do. They are so ingrained into a cult-like status in North Korea that if you have a burning house and those pictures are damaged, you can go to jail. Okay, People have died 
jumping into a burning house to save the pictures of Kim Jong, uh, not Kim Jong Un, but Kim Il Sung and Kim Jong Il. Okay, they they would go into a burning building to save the pictures. They they even say that you should save those pictures before your family. So there is no doubt that everyone in North Korea would side with that. They would believe that sacrificing your life to save the North Korean regime would be the best option, okay? So they would be on board with it. And like I said, they, they honestly believe. They don't, they don't have a religion in North Korea, okay? We now have religions that say, hey, if you commit suicide, then, you know, that's... That's wrong. Unless you're saving someone, I know in Catholicism, if you go commit suicide, you're gonna go straight to hell. Okay, you're giving a you're giving your body back to God. And North Korea doesn't have religion. Religion is gone. They don't believe in it. The only thing they believe is is the supreme leaders. Okay, all the Kim Dynasty, the Kim family, those are the gods. They have to go to the statues and pray to them every day. They drop flowers off, and then some trucking company picks up those flowers and then drops them off again. Every picture that you have to take of the great leaders is always a show of dominance, okay? You can't take a picture of them straight on. They have to be above you. They have to look taller. They have to do, you know, it's it's really crazy over there. So they would sacrifice themselves, okay? They, they would 100% sacrifice themselves. Kim Jong-un detonates the nuke he detonates it into strategic places like pyongyang and um a bunch of areas that you know would be pretty strategic so he detonates a nuke kills most of the country and then nuclear fallout happens okay america can't build bases there anymore america can't take it over okay everyone in north korea is essentially dead okay radiation is rampant um, nuclear winter looms over North and South Korea. It's it's not going to be pretty. But America can't fight in you know radiated territories. They just can't. So after that happens, everyone sees what Kim Jong Un does. Okay, and they are furious. But now Iran, going back to Iran. Okay, Iran is going to uh, invade Jerusalem. Okay. They're going to see that China invaded Taiwan. They're going to see that Russia invaded Ukraine. They're going to invade Israel, or rather Jerusalem, okay? People are going to, just like in the second option, people are going to line up to defend the Holy Land. They're going to defend the Holy Land, and Iran is going to be wiped, essentially wiped out, okay? They're going to be on the defensive when you have, you know, close to at least 100 million people fighting for the Holy Land. So... Iran would be emboldened, seeing that America was never able to get um, North Korea because of Kim Jong-un, Iran would then detonate the nuclear bomb, okay? They would use the nuke to destroy itself, and they would use it to destroy Israel, okay? Now you have all those countries around Israel, like Egypt, all those countries are now uninhabitable, and... Before you say that Iran doesn't have a nuke, yes, they do, okay? Obama, that was the whole Iran nuclear deal, was Obama said, well, Iran said, hey, guys, we're going to, we're going to make, use nuclear, uh, nuclear power, okay? And Obama 
And that's what the controversy, Obama said, okay, we'll give you uranium and plutonium or whatever you need to make nuclear power, just don't make nuclear bombs. And <laughs> what did they end up doing? They used that to make nuclear bombs. Like, that's where, if you've ever seen The Dictator with Sasha Baron Cohen, that's where that joke comes from. When he goes, he goes and talks to his people and says... We will be making nuclear weapons for peaceful purposes. And he starts laughing while saying it. He says something along those lines. That is what they were ma uh, making fun of because that's all it was, was Iran was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can just give us that uranium and plutonium and all that radioactive material, and we, will, we won't make nuclear bombs. Come on. Who, who are we? I mean, you could trust us. You could totally trust us. And what ended up happening is CIA found out and was like, wait a minute, they're not making nuclear um they're not making nuclear power. They're making nuclear weapons. Okay. And then they were, you know, sanctioning Iran and all this other stuff and saying, Hey, don't make you know nuclear weapons. Okay. Unfortunately, or fortunately, when Trump got in office, he's like, all right, you better not be making nuclear weapons. And we're taking your uranium and plutonium as well. Okay, we're not giving you that crap. You guys could go F yourself because we are totally, okay, we, we are going to be the ones that say that you could have nukes. So Trump came in, said that to him, and, you know, Iran was furious, but really they couldn't do anything. And then I think, um, who was it that he killed? Trump killed, I forgot. I think it was Gaddafi, or maybe that was Obama. Anyway, he killed some freaking Middle Eastern leader, and it was like, you want to try again? You guys want to try making a nuke? And so he's like, come on, try us. Try us. We'll just, you know, we'll just kick your ass. So Iran does have nukes, okay? And, you know, Biden went back to the new uh, the Iran nuclear deal and was like all right we'll continue to give you uranium and plutonium or whatever you know curium and all the radioactive materials you need to make whatever you know nuclear weapon you want so sorry man nose is all stuffy but they're going <laughs> to so he said, yeah, you could do that, and they're now in production of nuclear weapons. In fact, Russia was the one that told them, like, hey, don't be making nuclear weapons, guys. And Iran's like, no, okay, fine, we won't be making nuclear weapons. So, yeah, Iran has nuclear weapons. They would use that, seeing how North Korea used it, they would use that on themselves, and they would use that in Israel. Okay, nuking everyone killing billions at this point radioactive material everywhere that'll be kill for thousands of years to come or at least a couple hundred years no probably thousand i i wanted to say a hundred years because you know we could see how hiroshima and nagasaki was but we have a lot more powerful nukes than we did at the time i mean and we continued to make them until the czar bomba when Russia came out or the Soviets came out and said, hey, we have a huge nuke. And when they dropped the Tsar Bomba, it actually, I think, like destroyed the Earth's rotation, extending it for like a minute. So then a treaty was signed and said, um, yeah, no more nukes bigger than the Tsar Bomba because that will that'll destroy the entire planet. 
So yes, Iran would use the nuclear option. They would destroy Israel. They'd destroy themselves to avoid um, losing it. All that radioactive waste, no one could go there anymore. Nothing could happen, just like Chernobyl. Chernobyl was just a nuclear accident. It's not even like the nuclear bomb. And no one's allowed there. So Iran and Israel will be destroyed. A lot of the Middle Eastern countries would not be able to get into there. A lot of those uh, people would be fleeing to other countries to try to escape their radiation and, um, you know, all that fallout. Nuclear winter would happen. Now, Russia isn't that stupid to use nukes. Okay, they would they know about mutually assured destruction. Iranians and North Koreans don't. They would 100% use nukes just because. Okay, Russia and the United States are like, yeah, we have nukes, but it's more like a deterrence. We're not going to actually use them. Because if America did use them, uh, you know, the Soviets would then launch nukes again. And the Cold War would, Cold War Part 2 would turn hot. So, yeah, billions of people would be dead. Nuclear winter, all that other stuff for hundreds of years to come. Possibly thousands. And... Iran, Israel, all Middle Eastern countries would be knocked out. Oil production would cease to exist over in the Middle East, which is the largest supplier. So like Saudi Arabia, um, they couldn't, you know, go to that land because there would still be nuclear winter. And yeah, a lot of the, there wouldn't be any oil, which means no energy. And I would estimate that gas prices in the United States would hit about $20 a gallon. 20 to 50, actually, to be completely honest with you, because we get most of our oil from Saudi Arabia and most of our oil from or 10 percent of our oil comes from Russia. So, yeah, all that would happen. Now, let's go back to the political landscape. Biden is an idiot, and I'm not even going to watch his um, his State of the Union speech. I don't want to. I I. I don't think he's a success whatsoever. He, he really isn't. Okay. I I should watch it so I can make some more content. But what, what's he going to talk about in his State of the Union address? Okay. Everything's good? No. Inflation's at an all-time high. The stock market's crashed. Um, gas prices are, you know, abhorrently high. Um, Ukraine was invaded by Russia. COVID is still rampant. Now they just changed the rules. They just changed it because it doesn't fit their narrative because they want someone. Immigration is awful. Um, crime is at an all-time high. There is nothing, nothing he can say that'll be like reassuring. They'll be like, oh, yeah. The only thing he's going to say that's just going to piss me off is orange man bad. That's all he's going to say. Well, this last administration is the one that messed everything up. No, Brandon. No. The last administration actually did things. You are the failure. You. Okay. This is how much of the failure this dude is. Okay. So he goes, Biden goes to Saudi Arabia to try to cut off oil from um, Russia to market their, you know, energy sector. Or he tried to negotiate a treaty to get oil into Europe so that way Russia doesn't have a hold. And Saudi Arabia was like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. They actually have the Prince of Saudi Arabia literally saying, no, we're not going to help the United States or Europe on this. So, yeah, 
This is our feckless leaders. This is what you voted for. This idiot is running the country, okay? But hey, it's it's fine, guys, because mean tweets are over. Mean tweets are all over. And the Democrats are just scrounging for anything. Like we even the GOP, even the um the rhinos, like Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff is a hundred percent a warmonger. He's loving this war going on between Russia and Ukraine. He's loving it so much. He's posting up Twitter, okay? About a video game. Someone like posted a meme from a video game saying like a Ukrainian soldier knocked out like five ships or something like that. And I forgot what game like Arma or something like that. Arma 9. And Adam Schiff goes in and says, oh yeah, this guy. What? I forgot his name that they made up. Like Stephen Hughes. Okay. Hughes, a Ukrainian. Come on, Schiff. This is your leader. This guy is obviously an idiot okay this guy was voted in and he doesn't even know that hughes is not a ukrainian last name what kind of i mean you could like argue like vasily zaitsev and he was the russian sniper i know but that would be more okay you know russian that would be more ukrainian or better yet mila kunis she was from ukraine although ukraine at the time was part of ussr but I digress. It would be Ukraine today. Okay. Hughes? Hughes is. No. Steven? Steven is. And this guy is, you know, elected. It's it's really, it's really embarrassing to just say that. Okay. That Adam Schiff, and he claims he's a Republican. I, I just don't believe it because Republicans are a little bit smarter. They're just, they just don't have any cojones. They don't have any balls to actually do anything. They're just like, oh, we're not going to do anything because, you know, Democrats are blocking. We're just going to complain to the American public. No, you could do like so many different opportunities. Okay. That's what we need. The Republican Party needs some cojones. They need some balls to get in there. And put up a fight against our feckless leaders. Anyway, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.